Welcome to Main Menu for the week of March 2nd through March 8th, 2012. I'm your host, David Tanner. Glad you could be with us today on Main Menu. It's always good to have you, your friends, and all of our other listeners with us every week here on Main Menu. We have gained a few more members this week on the Main Menu Friends mailing list. If you're not a member, we would certainly invite you to come over to the webpage at www.mainmenu.acbradio.org and sign up on the Main Menu Friends mailing list. We discuss a lot of different things there, and every once in a while, we may have some technology announcements of new things that are happening that uh, we want to go ahead and let you know about before the program even airs them here because sometimes we don't have time to air all that we'd like to on the program about new releases of technology or things going on in the assistive technology field. So we'd like to see you come over and join us on the Main Menu Friends mailing list. Uh, Also, if you're into Twitter, we do have a Twitter page and we'd like to see you there, carry on a conversation with you there maybe. We can be reached on Twitter at twitter.com slash main menu and we'd love to see you there. Have a little conversation. And whether it is Twitter or it's the Main Menu Friends list, we'd love to hear your comments about how we're doing with the show, things you'd like to see us maybe talk about on the show, maybe other improvements we could make in the show or changes. And you be sure you come by and meet with us uh, either on the Friends list or on Twitter or both if you want. That's fine, too. Well, we have quite a program today. We have the second in our series of segments on note takers and today we're going to be looking at how you can create appointments and read the calendar and keep up with your planner on our five note takers that we are working with and then after that Chris Hallsworth comes along and she's going to give us a tour of how to use NVDA 2012 beta 1 with the iTunes store and I think you're going to be very impressed with what you can do with the iTunes store with the latest NVDA beta and then David Woodsridge comes along and he's going to show us how to use the voiceover key commander to set up hotkeys to start various applications on the Mac and that's all here on Main Menu today. This is Debbie Bach. I'm an assistive technology trainer here in Minnesota. Today, I will be demonstrating the use of the planner on the Braille Note. I'm using the BT version. Um, it, the Braille Note is also available in a QWERTY style, the QT version. Uh, but I will just be demonstrating the uh, BT. So, a couple things about the calendar uh, and the planner to note is that there are two levels that you can navigate. You can navigate on the calendar level and you can move a day at a time, a week at a time. So if you want to go to next Wednesday, um, you can do that. Or if you just want to scroll through all the Wednesdays in a month, you can. 
you can move a month at a time and you can even move a year at a time. So you can locate the desired date in the calendar, press enter on that date, and it will then take you to that part of the planner. And if there are any appointments there, they'll be spoken and displayed in Braille if you've got a Braille note. So the first thing I'm going to demonstrate is calendar navigation, moving around in the calendar. So right now I'm at the main menu. I'm going to press the letter P for planner. And I'm going to press enter. And I land on open planner. I'm going to press enter again. And notice that it brings me into the calendar on today's date. I'm going to move ahead a few days and then back a few days. And now I'm going to go back a day at a time until I land on today again. So let's say I want to know somebody asks me what date next Wednesday is going to be. Now I'm going to move ahead to the next week. So it's going to be Wednesday, February 29th, 2012. And then I can go back a week. So it's also possible to move a month. I'm going to move uh, to the next month and do that a couple times. And then I'm going to come back. And then we're going to try a year at a time. And now that I'm two years out, let's say I want to go back to today quickly. So I'm just going to take the letters D, D, and then enter. And so it's put me on today, and it's actually opened the planner, and I just ready my appointment for today. Um, once you locate the day that you want in the calendar and you press enter, it opens the planner to that point. Then the navigation keys within the planner are a little different, but you still can move around uh, by day or week or next appointment um, if you know the commands. Now, the nice thing about the Braille note is if you forget, there's a nice handy little help menu. So you can just press space with H and get a list of commands and hints for wherever you happen to be. The other thing you can do in the calendar is go to a specified date. So now that I'm in the planner, anytime you're in the planner, you can exit once and go back to the calendar again. And in the case of uh, the BT, that would be one E chord. So now I'm going to attempt to enter June 6, 2012. So that's going to be number sign, six, slash, number sign, six, slash, number sign, and 2012. And then I'm going to hit enter. Okay, and now we're on that in, in the planner. And now I'm going to exit back to the calendar. And I want to jump back to today. So again, I'm just going to type TD enter. And it's telling me that I have a haircut scheduled for today. I'm going to show you what it's like to enter a new appointment. So anytime you want to get any of the planner options um, on the VT, it's the uh, space with ST sign. And that's for those of us who don't always remember the shortcuts. And I'm going to hit the space bar. And it's the first choice on that menu. That's what I want to schedule an appointment. I'm going to press enter. So the first thing that it wants is the appointment time. So it's asking me for the appointment time. I'm just going to type in a time. So I'm going to type, and this is going to be the 
um, numbers, the raised numbers in the cell, not uh, computer rel or notice. And I just wrote one, two, three, zero, and then I'm going to put P for PM and it'll say PM. Then I'm going to press enter. And I can set that to 2 PM if I want. And then press enter. And then let's just save that visit. I'm just going to make one up. And then I can type in a location and I can set recurrence. It's possible to do recurring appointments and there's uh, options for setting alarms and stuff like that. Right now, I'm just going to exit and save this appointment. So I'm going to do an e-board and it asks me if I want to schedule the appointment. I'm going to press Y for yes. Okay. So now it tells me that it's scheduled. So if I want to go through my appointments in the planner now, um, I've already heard this one. If I want to see when the next one is, I'm going to do the space with that four. And the next appointment that this command is going to take me to is going to be on a different day. So that is one way that you can go through and see what your appointments are, regardless of the day. Now I'm going to go backward through the appointments. Uh, in the case of the BT, that's space with that one. Let's say I want to cancel an appointment. So I'm going to move to the appointment that I want to cancel. And then again, the space with uh, dot three, four, that's the slash to bring up the appointment menu. And then I'm going to space through the choices. So if I needed to change something on this appointment that I'm about to cancel, I would press enter here and then I could go through and change anything I wanted, like, let's say um, I had to change it, make it a half hour earlier or something like that. I can do that. So, but for right now, we're going to cancel. So I've hit space until I've gotten on cancel this appointment. Now I'm going to press enter. And it's asking me to confirm. Press Y for yes. So now I'm going to review all the choices that you have on the appointment menu. So again, from in the planner um, on today's date with the one appointment that I have remaining, I'm going to get back into the um, appointment menu. And then I'm going to space through all the choices so that you can have a chance to hear what they are. And that's all the choices in there. And right now I'm not going to do any of those. So I'm just going to go ahead and exit that menu without doing anything. And again, that will be E chord. And it lands me where I left off. Now I'm going to just show you some of the other menu options for things that you can do with the planner. I've exited back to the main menu. So now I'm going to type P again. Okay, and now I'm going to space through the choices here. So I can open the planner. That's what I did before, and that's how I got into the calendar and then into the planner itself. So you can actually braille your planner. You can print the planner. You can adjust setup options for the planner. And there's a key plan maintenance utility. And that's all of the choices. And that hopefully will be a good overview and give you a feel for what the capabilities are for the uh, key plan uh, planner. Uh, you can also synchronize the planner with Outlook, although I will not be demonstrating that today. Hello, Main Menu listeners. This is Chase Crispin, and today I'm here again with the Battle of the Note Takers, demonstrating the Braille Plus and Icon Mobile Managers from Level Star and APH, respectively. 
This week we are demonstrating the calendar function, so I will be demonstrating the calendar on the Braille Plus. The commands I give will also work on the icon. I'm in the Applications menu, which is the main menu of the icon in Braille Plus. So to start the calendar, I'm going to press 5 and 2, which is the shortcut to launch the calendar. 5 will get me to the Tools menu and 2 to Calendar. One word processor. The program is now launching. Loading appointments. Calendar. No appointments Thursday, February 9, 2012. And that is telling me the current day. When you open the calendar, it automatically takes focus to the current day, which in this case is Thursday the 9th of February. So to move day by day in the calendar, we can just use the left and right arrows. So if we go left. Wednesday, February 8, 2012. No Tuesday the 7th. One appointment. Monday 6th. No appointment. Etc. If we move right, we'll go back. Tuesday the 7th. One appointment. So Wednesday the 8th. No Thursday the 9th. No Friday the 10th. No appointment. Right, etc. Now we can also navigate by either smaller or larger increments than day. If we go up, I use one appointment. We can move by weeks. So if I use my left and right arrows, third, ten, one appointment, third, two appointments. Going back by week. January 27, 2012, two appointments, 20th, three appointments. So you're saying that I'm moving just by week or every seven days, and it will start by the day you're on. So if I was on a Monday and I'm moving by weeks, I would move to the Monday in that week, and I'd move by Mondays by that week if that makes sense. I go up again. By months, seven appointments. I can move by months. February, four appointments. March, no appointments. February, four appointments. Back on February, if I up arrow again, we cannot do anything. That's the top of window sound, so that means that we cannot move by any larger increments. So let's go back down. By weeks, no There's appointments. There's weeks. By days, no appointments. There's days. Down one more time from days, which is where we started by default. By appointments. We have by appointments. And by appointments will actually let you move appointment by appointment, regardless of which day they are on. So if I use my left arrow, Page 440 441 And in this case, on this particular device right now, I'm using it to keep track of school assignments. Most of these you are seeing are my math assignments in the textbook. But if you had something like staff meeting on Tuesday and lunch with friends on Wednesday, etc., it would show that here. But these are your appointment names, and it will move from appointment to appointment regardless of how many minutes or even weeks they are apart. So if you don't really care about moving by days or weeks or even months, and you just want to see the appointments, you can use the left and right arrows. Let's take a quick look at the menus. Calendar menu. One add appointment. We can add an appointment. Two view appointment. We can view the appointment that is currently focused on. We added appointment. We can edit that appointment and change some of the fields on it. Or jump to a date. We can jump to any date on the calendar by typing it in. Five delete appointment. We can delete. Seven import. We can import calendar files from various sources such as iCal. Eight export. You can export these so that you can load your calendar and other devices. Nine settings. And you have some calendar settings. settings as far as how many appointments it will show you back. Like maybe you can set it to not show appointments past one year ago. Let's go up. One add appointment. To add appointment, go through this real quick. Appointment form. Subject. Blank. There's your subject where you enter the name of your appointment. Location. Blank. There's your location to set where that appointment's at. That's optional. Start date. January 20th, 2012. Enter two digits There's for the month. Date, two digits for And that will automatically say wherever you're currently focused on the calendar. Start time. 9 o'clock p.m. Enter two digits for the hour and two digits. Enter by default the time closest to the current time. Time zone. Central time. U.S. to Canada. 12 of 85. Use left there and right. You can select a time zone, and I'm cutting the speech off so that you're not hearing all the prompts. There you can select your time zone if your appointment is occurring in a different time zone. Duration, 30 minutes. Duration of the appointment. Does not repeat. Press left and right to select. You can set how often this appointment repeats, whether it's daily, weekly, monthly, on that date, etc. If you have a repeating appointment, like maybe you have a staff meeting every month, or you go out to breakfast with your family every day of a certain week, etc. Description. Press select the change. There's a description where you can enter several lines of a description or notes, etc. Status. Busy. 3 or 4. Status left and right. as far as busy, available in the office, tentatively busy, etc. Importance. Normal. There's your appointments of the appointment as far as low, medium, high. Alarm. None. 1 of 13. You can set your unit to make a very loud beeping alarm sound. Never. 
five minutes before the appointment, ten minutes before the appointment, at the same time as the appointments in the calendar, etc. And that will wait the unit up even if it's sleeping. Attachments. Empty list. Click menu to do save attachments. The, here you can actually attach files to your appointment. So if you have a file you want to look at when you're at a specific meeting in your calendar, or a voice recording that goes along with a particular appointment, you can attach those here. Attachment. That's the create appointment form. So let's press cancel to get out of this and not save it. Calendar. January 20th, 2012. And we're back into the calendar of the icon in Braille Plus. So the calendar is pretty simple. It syncs with Microsoft Outlook, so a lot of those fields probably look familiar. It's pretty powerful and it's very easy to manage your daily tasks. So I hope this has given you a pretty good overview of how the calendar works on the icon and the Braille Plus. I'm Chase Crispin, here demonstrating the icon and the Braille Plus for the Battle of the Note Takers on Main Menu. This is going to be a quick review of the major features of the calendar in the PacMate. The PacMate is based on Windows Mobile 6.5 operating system at this point, and we are looking at PacMate Omni. I am particularly using for this demonstration the PacMate Omni QWERTY, which means it is a QX440 because it has a 40 cell display in addition to speech. When you turn the unit on, you come up in what is called the Today screen, and there are a couple of pieces of information that you actually get on the Today screen about what in your calendar. First of all, it does show you the today's day and date, and it also does show you when your next appointment is. Now, that doesn't necessarily mean that, that appointment is today, but it is your next appointment. All right. The QWERTY keyboard for the PacMate is set up just about like the laptop keyboard on a Windows laptop, and so it does have a function key row, and it has an alt key, and it has a control key, and it has a Windows key. The difference between Windows Mobile, which is the operating system running on the PacMate, as opposed to the Windows on your PC is that it doesn't necessarily have all the same function keys in Windows Mobile. And so the main keys they want you to be able to use are the left soft and right soft keys and Freedom Scientific has assigned those to function key one and function key two, which is your F1 and your F2. We can bring up the calendar immediately from the today screen, the F1 key, uh, which on a Windows Mobile phone or a PDA, Windows PDA would be the left soft key is F1 and we're going to hit that and go right on into the calendar. All right, and we've come into the calendar in day view, and you heard it say that the key one was week view, and key two is menu. Now, key two is always menu. It'll always get you in your calendar menu, but key one circulates you, rotates you through the various views of the calendar, and I'm going to rotate this over for sake of this demonstration to agenda view, and so I'm going to hit my F1 a few times here. We do Saturday, February Alright, and so now uh, I'm in agenda view and my next appointment showing is an appointment with my supervisor, but that's not actually the day I'm on. Let's left arrow and see what, what we've got here. Sunday, February 26, Alright. So actually, yeah, our calendar, I did have it set on the next day on Monday. So when it came up, it came up on Monday and showed us that the, my next appointment was on Monday. Uh, I am now on Sunday the 26th, which is when I'm doing this. And it's showing that I have no appointments that day. I write arrow to the 27th. Monday, February 27th, And I could hit enter and get complete information on that appointment. Uh, I'm not actually going to worry about doing 
that right now because we're gonna go ahead and see that you can move a couple more days here. Tuesday, February 28, 2012, no appointments. Agenda list, two zero items. And one more to the Wednesday, right. February 29, 2012, no appointments. Agenda list, two zero items. And there's no appointments there. All right, now I want to set us an appointment. And to do that, I'm gonna go to the menu, which again is F2. Menu active, new appointment. And it says no appointment. I'm gonna hit enter. All right, now I could, it will give me a pick list of, of subjects there that I could use as my subject, but I'm actually going to just type in technology evaluation. And I'm going to tab. All right, and I'm going to down arrow, and it says location, and I'm going to tab, and I'm going to say resource center. And it says it starts on the 29th, and I'm not sure that the time is when I want there, so I'm going to tab so I can choose my time. Well, no, I don't want it at 12 p.m. I want it at 10 a.m., so I'm going to up arrow. All right, so 10 a.m. Just now turned on my Pac-Man and I can hit the F1 key. 
Calendar, day two, Sunday, February 26, 2012. Left off, easy, right off, easy menu. All right, and I came up in day view, and I can switch over to agenda view to see my appointments. Week two, month two, year view, supervisor one zero zero, P-dash three zero zero, P-dash menu. in my agenda view, and now I can move over to Wednesday. Tuesday, February, Wednesday, February 29, 2012, one appointment, agenda list, new technology evaluation, N-00-12-00, P-left-era resource center, right there, one one. And there's my appointment for Wednesday there. It is. All right. And that is the brief explanation of the PacMate calendar. And to get back out of the calendar again, I simply hit escape. Today, Sunday, and I'm back today. All right. Now we're going to take a look at the Maestro calendar, appointment calendar, and go through that and see what we find and how we can put dates and so forth in and look at uh, not only the dates for appointments, but also for tasks. And I am again setting in my system tray, system menu. And before I go into the main menu and find the calendar and open it up, I want to show you something really kind of neat that they've done with the Maestro. I'm actually sitting here ready to go into my main programs menu, and I can do a tab. Today's date, Monday, February 20th, 2012. No upcoming appointment. One active task. No unread messages. All right, and it tells me there's no upcoming appointments for today. It tells me what today's date and day is. It tells me there is one active task. And it tells me all of that without me even having to go into the calendar, which is really kind of nice. So I can check up on things right away, right from the system menu without even having to go into the calendar, which is, is kind of neat. All right, I'm going to shift tab back to system menu, press the open, down keys to open. The system menu, and I'm going to down arrow to get into my main menu here. System menu, calendar, 1 to 14. And there's calendar, I'm going to hit enter. Closing menu, calendar dialog, calendar, browser, Monday, February 20th, 2012, zero appointment, zero task, two of seven. All right, and it said there were um, zero tasks today, I believe, and it said that this was two of seven. And the reason for that being, if I up arrow, we'll go back and see what number one was. Sunday, February 19th, 2012, zero appointment, zero task. All right, so right now I have... The calendar set to view by week, and so it'll give me, show me seven days at a time, and it uses Sunday as the first day of the week. And so uh, when it says 107 or 207, it's talking about how many days it's displaying at one time. And I'm going to go ahead and back, go back down. Monday, February 20th, 2012, zero appointment, zero task. All right, and I'm going to down arrow again. Tuesday, February 21st, 2012, one appointment, zero task. And it says I have one appointment and zero tasks. Well, let's see. Let's do a little exploring here. I'm going to tab. Date, Tuesday, February 21st, 2012. Day at spin box. And there's where I can change my dates. And let's tab again. View combo box, week, one to four. And it says view by week. Calendar, browser, Tuesday, February 21st, 2012. One appointment, zero task, three of seven. All right. And again, we're looking at Tuesday, which would be the third day of the week because Sunday was first, Monday was two, and Tuesday is three. And what I'm going to do here, I'm going to hit enter. 
February 21, appointment list, 11 a.m. to 2 p.m., luncheon and CCTV demo, 101. All right, and it tells me I have a luncheon and CCTV demo, and it told me what it is. I can also tab across. February 21, task list, report for Becky, 101. And there's my task list, and it says I do have one task. I have a report I need to finish on somebody. Date, Tuesday, February 21st, 2012. Day at spin box. There's my spin box to where I can go in and change the date. February 21, appointment list, 11 a.m. to 2 p.m., luncheon and CCTV demo, 101. All right, so very easy to go and find my appointments. If I want to go see the next day and see if I have anything the next day, simply tab. February 21, task list, report for Becky, 101, date, Tuesday, February 21st, 2012, day edit spin box. And there's my spin box, as they call it. I'll down arrow. Day 22. And I'll down arrow again. Day 23. Day 24. All right, and there's the 24th. Let's see if I have anything on the 24th. February 24th, appointment list, blank. Nothing on the 24th. February 24th, task list, report for Becky, 101. Because I haven't actually finished the report yet, it still shows that I have that report to do. Now, if I finish that report before Friday the 24th, I'll go in and there is a check I can check to show that the task is complete. And then at that point, it wouldn't show up again on Friday, but it'll show up until I uh, mark it as the task is complete. All right. Date, Friday, February 24th, 2012, day at its spin box. All right, now I'm back to my spin box. Now what I'm going to do, now that we looked at uh, a couple of days and saw what the appointments looked like and saw how easy it was to read those, I'm going to hit the Alt key. Opening menu, appointments, submenu, one of nine, A. And let's look through our main menu here real quickly. I'm going to down arrow. The first one was appointments, and it says submenu. I'm going to down arrow. Tasks, submenu, A. And it says tasks. Today, grade, control, plus T, E. And it says today. Search, grade, control, plus F, S. Search. Edit, submenu, E. And edit. Options, O. And options. Help, submenu, H. And help, so I could go in and find out how to use the calendar if I don't know. Close, grade, D. Exit, calendar, X. Appointments, submenu, A. All right, and I'm back to the beginning. And just to, to mention to you, uh, the help in the maestro is very good. It's well written and very, it's not long but it is very specific and does a really good job of explaining how to use everything. All right, so we are back to appointments. I'm going to hit the right arrow to get into the submenu. New appointment, control plus N, N. All right, and I can go in and do a new appointment this way, or I could even go in and just do a control N. We'll just hit enter since we're already here. Closing menu, appointment dialog, general page, subject edit, blank. All right, the subject is get taxes done. D E space T A X E S space D O E. All right, and I'm going to tab. Location edit blank. Uh, and we are going to put S E A R S. All right, Sears. Type comma box normal one of two. Now we've got two types here, and there's normal and... All-day event. It's not an all-day event. It just feels like it when you're getting your taxes done, right? Normal. All right, we'll put it on normal. Start date, Monday, February 20th, 2012. Day edit spin box. And there's the date. Today's date. Start time, 4.46 p.m. Our edit spin box. Uh, no, not really. We're going to... Three hours. Two hours. All right. One hour. One hour. 46 minutes. All right, and we put in the one now. We're going to... 
make that 46. We're going to take that to the top of the hour. 40. And 30 minutes. Oh, I'm just up rolling here. 45 minutes. 30 minutes. 15 minutes. Zero minutes. All right. So now we're set back to uh, the time. One hour. Is one o'clock. End date. Monday, February 20th, 2012. Day edits. Spinbox. And end time. 2 p.m. Hour edits. Spinbox. Well, that's actually going to probably be more like three hours. 3 p.m. So we've moved our arrow down there. Occurs combo box. Once. One of eight. Thankfully, it's only going to occur once. Yes. Um, here's our choices, though. Daily easy every one day. Daily every weekday. Weekly easy every one week on Monday. Monthly easy every day one of every one month. Monthly easy the first Monday of every one month. Yearly easy every January one. Yearly easy the first Monday of January. Once. All right. So those are our choices. And this is only going to occur once. And so that's what we leave it set at. Reminder combo box on two of two. And yes, we have the reminder turned on. Time combo box. 15 minutes. 4 of 24. And we're going to say give us a half hour. 30 minutes. Reminder. OK button. And there's the OK button. And we'll hit enter. Saved. Calendar dialog. Calendar browser. Monday, February 20th, 2012. One appointment. Zero task. Two of seven. All right. And we are back to our list of appointments. And it says, I have one appointment today, and that would be true. All right, and let's see what happens if I down arrow from here. Tuesday, February 21st, 2012, one appointment, zero task. All right, so I can go basically to go down my list and see what uh, is each day. Now, if I shift tab. New combo box, week one to four. Date, Tuesday, February 21st, 2012. Calendar, browser, Tuesday, February, new combo box, week one to four. All right, and so at this level, that's all I get is it shows me I have appointments on those days, but it doesn't tell me what they are, but. Calendar, browser, Tuesday, February 21st, 2012. One appointment, zero task, three of seven. All right, so I'm on Tuesday now, and I'm gonna go ahead and hit enter here. February 21, appointment list, 11 a.m. to 2 p.m., London and CCTV demo, one of one. All right, there's my appointment, and I'm going to tab. February 21, task list, report for Becky, one to one. And now I have a separate list for appointments and tasks, and so I can see well, both what I have as terms of appointments and as tasks. And that pretty well does it for the calendar. I'm going to hit escape. System R, press the up and down keys to and open the system menu. I'm out of the calendar. Hi, main menu listeners. Welcome to another demonstration of one of the many applications found on the Sense family of note takers. Today, we're going to be focusing on the schedule manager, which allows you to create appointments, including recurring appointments such as somebody's birthday. All this information can then be synchronized with Microsoft Outlook. For the purposes of this demonstration, I'm using the voice sense QWERTY. I have it turned on, and my focus is in the main applications menu of all the different programs. I can enter the schedule manager in one of two ways. I can either press the letter S for schedule manager, which is a hotkey, or use my arrow keys. I'll press the letter S now. My date, Tuesday, January 24, and the first time that you launch the schedule manager, you're in the find screen, and you can choose what date that you want to view what appointments on. We, however, for this demonstration, are going to add a new appointment. So, like in many other applications, we could hit the Alt key and hit Add Schedule from the menu bar, or we could have hit Control N, which is the hot key. So, I'm going to click Enter. So, it's asking us what day do we want to uh, enter this appointment. And we could type in the date, or we can use our arrow keys and move around the calendar. If we use right mouse and right arrows, Wednesday, January 25th, 2012, and Apple Hot, Thursday, January 26th, 2012, and Apple Hot. So, my days, if we use our up and down arrows, 
If we use control F and control right, we move by weeks. And if we use control up and down, we move by years. We're going to go back to the current year, which as I have recording is 2012. And I'm going to put an appointment in on the 26th of April. So, I have selected the date, now I'm going to tab. Now we could either use the arrow keys and select the time, or we could type in the time. Due to the hour, two digits for the minute. I'm going to use my arrow keys, and set this for 10 o'clock. Up and down arrows, move the hours. Left and right arrow, move the minutes. So I'm going to tab. And we'll put the end date, uh, we'll leave it as... Uh, that day, April 26, 2012. And we're going to have this end at 12 o'clock. And what are we going to call this from the subject field? So I'm going to write test for ACB radio. Main menu. ACB radio's main menu. And here we go. I'm going to tab. Location. I'll just put NY for New York. Oops. Amplify. <laughs> Which is the right, the, the right letters here. There we go. Now, this is if you want to write additional information. Um, there's some more details about what's going to happen in the event. We had an alarm go off either at 10 a.m. or we can have it go off before. So, an hour before. Two hours before. Three hours before. Four hours before. And it goes on. We'll set it for at 10 o'clock. If we want to set the recurrence schedule, we can check this box. We'll check this in tab. And now we're in a combo box if we want this to recur daily. Weekly. Monthly. Or yearly. Let's say monthly. We can now tab. We can set this recurring day to be date. Or what days of the week we want it to occur. Leave it at date. And how many months do we want? Let's say that we want this to occur every month. Leave it at one. And they recurrence, which is the 26th. We could set a date, a date that we wish this appointment to uh, no longer be reoccurring. Confirm. Maybe we confirm button and if I hit enter. Schedule is added. And now we're back if we wanted to add another appointment at this point, which we don't. I'm going to push control S to bring up the search dialog again. And we're actually currently on that day. Uh, and we could hit enter and we would see the information of the appointment that we just entered. So I'm going to now hit all that forward close the calendar. And yes, because we want to back up the changes to backup schedules, I'm going to hit enter. And that is a brief over and that is a brief overview of the schedule manager found on the Inland family of products. Hello everybody, this is Chris Horsett here doing a quick demonstration of NVDA 2012.1 beta and the UI to store access. This is a major breakthrough in screen reading technology for NVDA users and we can now take full advantage of iTunes just like everybody else, including those who use JAWS or Windows Eyes or System Access or whatever. Uh, I'm using Windows 7 64-bit and I am recording from my iPhone 4. The speech I will be using is 
e-speak, so I apologise if you find it a little difficult to understand. However, I don't have any alternative speech packages on my system. So, let's get started. I have iTunes on my taskbar, so I'm, I am just going to launch it now. Run applications toolbar without button. So, just said run the applications toolbar and when I'm in the first item. So, I'm going to press the left arrow until I get to iTunes and press enter. iTunes button. And you just heard the iTunes store load by that whooshing sound. So the iTunes store is now open. So to start with, I'm just going to let NVDA read part part of the home page. So I'm going to press the F6 key. Document. Langa Delray Classic Link, Link Classic Langa Delray, Link Classic The River, Link Classic Albums Under Pound 6, Link Classic New Artists, New, Heading Level 2 Albums, Link to All, Link Classic Born to Tidy Looks Version, Langa Delray, Link Born to Tidy Looks Version, Link Langa Delray, Link Classic Tango Tango, Tango Tango, Link Tango Tango, Link Tango Tango, Link Classic Be Strong, The Two Bears, Link Be Strong, Link The Two Bears, Link Classic Sherlock Sounds Track from the TV Series, David Arnold, Link Sherlock Sounds Track from the TV Series, Link David Arnold, Michael Price, Link Classic This Is Dubstep 2012 Get Starter Presents, Link This Is Dubstep 2012 Get Starter Presents, Link Various Artists, Link Graphic Portico Quartet Special Edition, Portico Quartet, Link. So as you heard there, I've just made the control key to start speech. As you heard there, NVDA is reading the store's homepage automatically, like it does on every other web page in Internet Explorer Firefox. To demonstrate that you can navigate with the arrow keys, I will go back to the top of the page with control home. Link graphic Lana Del Rey. And you could have pressed the down arrow key a few times until Link Graphic the River. Link graphic albums under pound six. Link you. Heading level two albums. Link to all. Link link on to my deluxe version. So as you can see you can navigate with the down arrow key, so let's try the up arrow key. Link graphic on to my deluxe version. Link to all. Heading level two albums. New. Link graphic new artists. So, as you can see, you can navigate line by line. And uh, the same is true for navigating by characters, words. Uh, even quick navigation is supported, and the elements list, which is NVDA F7, also works. Um, let's now show you how you can search for something in the iTunes store. So, I'm going to press the F6 key until I get to the search store edit. Search store edit done. There we go. And it's a blank because there's nothing entered in there. So I'm going to type in um, a particular game that I might want to try in the future called Domino Train. So I'm going to type that in now. Dominoes. As you can tell, my key echo is set to words. Train document. Link graphic new artists. <laughs> Link power search. Heading level 2 field to my media type. List. So it's just read the, um, the power search page on the iTunes store. So... I'm going to press 8 until I get to iPhone apps. Out of list artists and more heading level 4. People heading level 4. iPhone apps heading level 2. There we go. So I'm just going to press the KT to move to the next link until I get to Mexican train dominoes. See all link. Mexican train dominoes graphic link. And there we go. So I'm just going to press enter to load this page. List with three items, link app store, link games, link military games out of list, visited link traffic, Mexican train dominoes, button pound 1.49 app. Come. So, as you can see, it's readily paid the app, no problems at all. This is fantastic. Um, to 
demonstrate that you can indeed buy the app. I'm not going to actually buy it, I'm just going to show you that you can indeed do it. I'm going to go to the top of the page with Control Home. I'm going to press F to move to the next form field. You could of course press B to move to the next button. So I'm going to press Spacebar to activate this button. iTunes, I locked sign in to download from the iTunes store if you have an Apple account. Enter your Apple ID and password. Create new account button, Alt 10, Apple ID, edit Alt 8, charlesworthtoops.com, password, edit protected Alt B blank. So as you can see, it reads that um, sign into the iTunes store dialog box very well, and it's already done, but I just thought I'd demonstrate anyway. Now I'm going to press escape to get out of this. iTunes document, button owns 1.49 app. And um, it even remembers the previous position of the virtual buffer, which is very nice. Um, the virtual buffer is also known as browse mode, in case you hear that sometime in your NVIDIA usage. Finally, I'm just going to take you straight to the redeem link and the give a gift of iTunes link. So I'm going to... Document. So I've just pressed F6 to move... Oh, shut that up. <laughs> Uh, I've just pressed F6 to move to the store's homepage and I'm now going to use the elements list and activate the redeem link. So I'm going to press enter on this now to activate the link iTunes document, list with seven items, link redeem, secure connection, redeem port, enter the office card, bottom of port, edit button redeem. So I'm just going to click the give a gift on iTunes link. Give a gift on iTunes link. Press K to move to the next link and press enter. iTunes store document. You can't use browse mode with this part of the iTunes store. However, thanks to someone called Josh on the NVDA list, there is actually a workaround. So this is what I'm here to do. So first of all, uh, you need to make sure that you're in the iTunes store document that you just heard. I'm now going to press NVDA shift comma. This is assuming you are using the laptop layout with NVDA. I don't know the desktop equivalent because I use NVDA on a laptop, so it makes sense to use the laptop layout. Secure connection F3 only. So it says secure connection. So I'm going to press NVDA control L the next object until I hear Email gift certificate. iTunes gift certificate only. The iTunes store is easy to get songs, albums, playlists, audio books, music videos, TV programs, films and films to anyone. Or give iTunes gift cards and gift certificates and let them choose for themselves. Certificate only. Email gift certificate. Certificate only. Email gift certificate. Link only link. So now focus on that with object navigation. I'm going to press NBDA enter to jump to this link. So, Now, the page is loaded, uh, but every day appears to be silent at the minute, so I'm just going to press tab to see where I am. Alright, oh, so I'm in the form where you buy the email gift certificate. This part is actually accessible. I hope you enjoyed this quick demonstration. I just wanted to show you that you can now access the iTunes store fully with NVDA. If you have any comments, queries or suggestions, you can contact me at challsworth2 at sky.com. That's C-H-A-L-L-S-W-O-R-T-H number two 
at fky.com. Okay, hope you enjoyed it and hope you like the NVDA 2012 either the beta or when it comes out officially and then you write to install access. Bye for now! The following presentation is brought to you on Main Menu courtesy of David Woodbridge and Vision Australia. To find out more about Vision Australia, visit them on the web at www.visionaustralia.org. Vision Australia, blindness and low vision services. In this demonstration, I want to show you how to use a particularly useful function in VoiceOver on the Mac, which is the keyboard command, which amongst other items that you can do with it is to launch applications by holding down a few keys rather than going to your dock or your applications folder or anywhere else and finding and running the application. You can just do it with a couple of keystrokes. I've got my MacBook turned on, voiceover is running. So let me go to my desktop to start off with, with shift control option D. Desktop Dropbox alias, selected alias. And let's get to keyboard commander by going through the voiceover utility. And to get into voiceover utility, it's control option function key 8 or F8. And of course, if your function software keys are set to hardware, you'll have to hold down your FN key as well. So let me go into that now. Control option F8. Opening voiceover utility, voiceover utility, window, voiceover utility, utility categories, table, one row selected, column, one of one, general, has keyboard focus. Now, I actually could interact with that category table, go down to commanders which contains the keyboard commander uninteract and trundle off to the rest of the options i'd like to get to it directly by pressing command and eight commanders commanders okay so we're now on it now i can just do control option right arrow trackpad selected at one of three trackpad selected as default control option right arrow numpad tab two of three that's the numeric keypad commander if you've got a numeric keypad on a full-size keyboard Control option right arrow. Keyboard tab 3 of 3. That's the one we want. Keyboard commander. So control option spacebar to select it. Press keyboard tab 3 of 3. Control option right arrow. Enable keyboard commander. Uncheck checkbox. Okay, let's enable it with control option spacebar. Check interact with alert dialog. Keyboard commander enabled. When you use the right option key for keyboard commander, use the left option key for application keyboard shortcuts. Okay, so it tells us when you want to use the right option key for keyboard commander functions. Use the left option key for other keyboard commands. Okay, and let's press enter to come out of that dialog box because the OK button is the default. Closing dialog. And control option right to keep going through. Use left option key, radio button one of two. So you could use the left option key if you so desire, which means you would then use the right option key for other items. Control option right again. Right option key, selected radio button two of two. Okay, so right option key is selected by default. Control option right arrow. Keyboard commander, table, no selection. Okay, here's the keyboard commander table. So let's interact with shift control option down arrow. Interact with keyboard commander, table, row one of five. Keyboard key, M, edit text. So basically you've got two columns. You've got the left column which has got the key and the right column which has got the menu action control to select or to already have what that command's already going to do. So M, which is in column one, Let's go to column two of control and right arrow. Command, open application, mail, menu button. And that's currently set to launch mail. So by doing right option M, you'll run mail straight away. So control option, we have to go back to the first column. Keyboard key, M. Control option, down arrow. S. S. 
Shops right, go to the second column. Command, open application, Safari, menu button. Okay, that runs Safari. Control option left arrow. Keyboard key, S. Control option down to the next row. T. T. Control option right arrow. Command, run Apple script script, time of day, menu button. That runs an Apple script for time of day. Control option left arrow. Keyboard key, T. Control option down arrow, go to the next row. U. U, option right arrow. Command, run Apple script script, unread message count, menu button. That's unread message count with right option U. Control option left arrow. Keyboard key, U. Control option down arrow. X. X, Control option right arrow. Command, run Apple script script, voice over screenshot to mail, menu button. And that's it for the default settings. So let's uninterrupt and let's add our own shortcut. And in this case, I'm going to assign my shortcut to text edit. So shift control option upgrade to uninteract. Stop interacting with keyboard commander. Control option right arrow to the add button. Add button. Control option spacebar. Edit text blank. Now we're in a edit text. Firstly we're in column one and we need to stick our lettering that we want to use. So as I said, it was going to be text edit. So text edit. So let's do E for edit. E. E. Control option right arrow. Menu button. Control option spacebar to go into the menu button. Press menu, 14 items. And the one we want, the selection is right down the bottom, which is custom, but we'll go through each one of them. So you've got general, general submenu. Now I'm just using control option down to go through these. Information, submenu, navigation, navigation. So we'll keep going down until we get to custom and control option down arrow. Text, submenu, web, submenu, find, submenu, tables, submenu, size and position, submenu, audio, submenu, braille, submenu, visuals, submenu, hotspots, submenu, jump, submenu, custom commands, submenu. And it's the one we want. So Control option spacebar. Custom commands, submenu, five items, open application, ellipsis. And we want to open application, control option spacebar. Closing menu, closing menu, menu button, interact with open dialog. And we want to get to applications and the files in the applications folder. So let's control option right arrow. Forward, dim button, icon mode, list mode, column mode, applications, pop up button. Okay, and the pop up button in this case definitely does say that we're currently focused in our applications folder. So control option right arrow. Search text field blank, progress indicator, sidebar, table, vertical split file, browser. Okay, there's the file browser table. Let's interact with that with shift control option down arrow. Action potato dot app selected one of 106. <laughs> so for some reason it's landed on action potato i may have been using that last on my children web so let's jump to text edit so i'm just going to type in tex for text edit to text edit dot app selected 89 of 106 that's the one we want so let's uninteract with shift control option up arrow stop interacting with file browser jump to the bottom of the screen with shift control option end open default button and that's the open button so let's press control from space bar to select it press open default button closing dialog when you come out of the dialog box voice is basically sitting on the keyboard allocation table so let's interact with shift control option dinner interact with keyboard commander table row six of six selected command open application text edit menu button okay so that's text edit that was the one that we're currently doing let's go to the left control option left arrow keyboard key e and there's E, so we've definitely got it set ready to go. So let me uninteract with shift control option up arrow. Stop interacting with keyboard commander, table, one row selected. Now you didn't particularly have to do that, but I'd like to be consistent with what I'm doing. I'm now going to close down voice save utility with command Q. Finder, desktop, Dropbox, alias, selected alias. Now let's see whether my right option key plus E will now launch text edit. Text edit, window, untitled, edit text. And it does. If you want to remind yourself what your keystrokes are, yes, you can go into VoiceOver Utility, Commanders, Keyboard Commanders, and go to the Keyboard List Allocation table for your keystrokes and commands. 
If you want to do it another way, you can actually go into keyboard help. So control option K. Starting keyboard help. Type keys to hear their names. Hold down the voiceover keys while typing to hear voiceover commands. Press the escape key at the top left corner of the keyboard to stop help. And you can actually do the keystroke combination right option and another key that you think the command's been assigned to. So if I do right option E now. Option E, open application, opens the following application, applications text edit dot app. Okay, and that was our indeed a one that we just did. If you want to do one of the default ones, I can do right option T. Option T, run Apple script script, runs the following script, system library private frameworks, screen reader dot framework slash versions slash eight slash resources slash scripts slash time of day dot Apple script. Okay, that's the time of day Apple script one. Now I will warn you that if you do the following commands, let me just press escape. Escape stopping keyboard help. To come out of keyboard help. To turn the keyboard command off, which can be done sometimes by accident, it's actually shift control option K. Keyboard commander off. So that keyboard command is now off. So I can either use my right option key now with other just general commands, because if I try and do right option E, nothing will happen. It's been turned off. And then if I go into keyboard help with control option K. Starting keyboard help. Type keys to hear their names. Hold down the voiceover keys while typing to hear voiceover commands. Press the escape key at the top left corner of the keyboard to stop help. And I do right option E. Option E. It won't say anything because it's like quick nav. Once quick nav is turned off, in this case, once keyboard command is turned off, voiceover is just giving you the standard options for those keys or key combinations. So to quickly turn it back on again, you just press escape. Escape, stopping keyboard help. And shift control option K. Keyboard commander on. Turns it back on. I hope that's been of some use to folks. I use keyboard command quite a lot on my other MacBook, which is my Mac Air, mainly for such things as right option I for iTunes, a for App Store, C for iChat, and K for Skype. So it really does come in quite handy for quickly launching applications. If you've got any other questions about Apple accessibility, please contact the Adaptive Technology Help Desk at Vision Australia on 1300 847 466. Thanks for listening and bye for now. Vision Australia. Blindness and low vision services. Hi, I'm David Tanner, host of Main Menu. I'd like to take this opportunity to remind you of a couple of things. Number one, come by and see us at the Main Menu webpage at www.mainmenu.acdradio.org. And while you're there, sign up for our Main Menu Friends mailing list. We'd love to have you on the list and have you input ideas on how we can continue to improve Main Menu. Also, while you're at it, if you have the opportunity, buy and see us on Twitter. You can Access us on Twitter at twitter.com slash main menu. On behalf of the entire Main Menu staff, I'd like to thank you for being with us today on Main Menu. You have a great week, and we will see you back here again next week on Main Menu.